welcome to How to Survive a Horror Movie. My name is Paul Parnell. I am joined by my usual lovely co-hosts. I have to burp. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to throw this to Holly. Holly, uh, what did we watch? Hi, I'm Harley. Nice to meet you. <laughs> What are, wait, Don, what do we do on this podcast? Let's start there. We are subjected to a horror movie once a week, and then once a week we gather together to talk about how the people in the movie could have survived the movie better and how, if given a chance, we would survive in that character's place in the movie. Hmm. It's loosely based on what you just said. Um, I mean, you know. All right, Holly. Uh, Hi. What, hello. What did There's a fly want? in my room. That's great. Thanks. Yes? What what did we watch? Oh, you know. A movie. You're um, trying to find what the movie was called? You're trying no. to find the year the movie watched, came out? We watched we- Ouija? Is that how you say it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it was... I always crap. read it as Ouija. Yeah, same. I think that's... It should... You know. I read it as Ouija, but I grew up hearing it Ouija, but the things I heard growing up should not be a uh, test marker for correctness. Okay, we watched Ouija or- Origin of Evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the title. Oh my god. The title has all of that in it. It's really weird. Um, so, Holly... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this bit that we always do. I'm gonna throw a situation mm-hmm. at you, in which you got to explain this movie. Um, oh, okay. Okay, so right. you know, you're on a plane, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the plane is going down, emergency landing. However, there's a little kid next to you, and you want to stop them from, you know, you, you think, okay, I know this scary movie is going to take their mind off shit because you know we're likely mm-hmm. about to die. I just want to give them a peaceful death. Um, but not too peaceful. How do you explain this movie to them? You've got like, you know, 50 seconds. Oh boy, uh, there's this family who uh, lied to people about their dead one, the loved ones that are dead. And uh, uh, one day, uh, the, the mom gets a Ouija board and, oh, the daughter, <laughs> and the daughter starts playing with it and she gets taken over by this evil demon. And she starts. I don't know how to swim. She starts wrecking shit up, and we find out that the, the the house is built on over the bones of all these dead people, and everyone dies. Oh, that's fantastic! Uh, if you look out to your left, you'll see the Grand Canyon formed it's by the. It's been nice knowing you, kid. What's your name? Of Arizona. My name is um, Lena. I think. I don't remember. It's been nice knowing you, Lena. That's a strange name for a boy, but I don't judge. <laughs> Thank you for not judging my mother. Um, anyway, yeah, this, that's the movie. Just a reminder, all Southwest Airline ticket pur- purchases are final. There are no refunds. Thank you for flying Southwest. Um, <laughs> thanks, Don. Thanks, thanks, Don. God, now I've, just, I've had this horrible sort of existential dread fill me that Don is going to be the last voice I hear before I die. Oh, that does suck. Could you imagine also seeing his face as the last thing? Ugh. That would suck. I legit have that same fear. <laughs> I actually don't know what you look like. I know what you look like from very far away with sunglasses on. Oh, I know what he looks like. <laughs> oh, my God. That is very specific. Oh, because of, of the picture that's on the website. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's what I look like uh, standing in my hero pose at the Four Corners Monument in the United States of America. America. Wow. Welcome. <laughs> um, okay, so. Enough, enough of that bullshit. Let's, let's get to the movie. Uh, Don, what are you typing? I'm uh, developing a uh, on-the-fly rating system for this movie. A rating system? Yeah. Oh, no. Was this movie awful, good, or so-so? <laughs> oh, I okay. get it. I get it. I read that completely wrong. For some reason, I went Susu. What does that mean? <laughs> Susu. So, so, yeah, let's talk about this movie, guys, because uh, we've been, like, for the last hour, like, holding off on talking about it. But I'm really excited to hear you guys' thoughts because you guys freaked the fuck out. Um, Holly. You seem Hi. to have had the most severe reaction. Tell us what you're thinking, man. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I got I got pretty freaked out. Uh mostly because I think I was watching it alone. Mm. And mm. I mean I watched all the movies alone, but usually they weren't as scary as this one or freaky. Yeah. So yeah. uh when I watched this one alone, I I just I couldn't look at the screen sometimes and I knew something was coming, but it scared me anyway. And, um, my, I could see like in the reflection of like the black of my, uh, computer screen, I could see behind me into my closet. And that was a little <laughs> oh, no. scary. So, uh, um, yeah. yeah. So, Don, uh, give us a quick overview of your feelings. Um, I tried to watch this alone, but I had some house guests walking, uh, past my office door the entire time. So I literally saw things out of the corner of my eyes during the entire viewing of this movie. So even though I <laughs> tried to be alone, uh, I couldn't. So every time the and now you're never alone, never, ever alone. Yes. Uh, <laughs> whenever they look, th- whenever they look through the lens, oh, I get it. that got me the most because that's exactly what my glasses did. Like they just peek around the corner. Yeah. I, whenever they look through the lens, that shit was like really creepy to me. I'd be like, no, no, put it down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I don't, and, uh, I'd never, done anything with the Ouija board. I've, I've seen movies where it's come into play. Them picking it up and looking through it, it just felt wrong. Like, why are you doing that? That's supposed <laughs> yeah. to touch the board. Like, it, it, like my eyes, like, already from the start, I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of those dumb ones where they have it all coming to them. And then she lifts it up, and it was like opening the locker in Grand Central Station, and you find a, a race of small humanoids that worship you because you gave them a watch. And a, and a movie ticket. Ah, uh, not a movie ticket. It was stripper, very specific, and I don't know if that's a reference or. Nah, it's just totally random. Um, we got another one. Fucking <laughs> hell! Um, is that like Men in Black or something? Men in Black Two. Oh, is it? Yep. I watched the Men in Black movies, but I was very small. Like suitcase small. Like suitcase small. Like a suitcase oh, wow. girlfriend. Bring it back. I'm gonna check so out one that came record. out because I want to know how old I actually was. What the fuck is it? Oh wow! Whoa! I think Y'all won't Reginald believe what just up. happened to me. Um, do you want Publishers Clearinghouse? Okay, so first of all, Men in Black 2 came out July 3rd, 2002. So I was one year old. So I have an excuse for not remembering. Anyway, sure. um, this bird just landed on my windowsill. And I saw it out of the corner of my eye, so I thought I was just being like paranoid. I was like, fuck, I'm seeing shit again. But then I looked, and it was like this tiny bird saying hello. And then it flew away. Uh huh. Anyway, um, so 
you know, general overview, um, you know, I, the way this movie started, I thought I was actually quite, uh, you know, you were lulled into a false security because I was like, oh, this is a happy, nice movie. Uh, let's go. Look at this. Look at Lena. Lena, the the older daughter. She's uh, she's a bit of a, a rebel. Um, and there's that scene where she, you know, she she's gets. A rebel. Yep. Where she um, she leaves the house at night out a window. And she goes to her friends. Now, I, I was quite confused. Were they saying coffee as a code word? Yes. Coffee, was, uh, they were using, they said, grab a coffee cup. And they says a little late, she says a little late for caffeine. It's like, yeah, my mom left the keys, um, uh, left the keys and you want some. So they may be sipping off coffee cups like adults, but they're having. Uh, okay, hooch. Yeah. You know, um, yes, uh, hooch. They are having <laughs> liqueur. Okay, you no, know, because they just kept saying coffee, and you know, I don't know, maybe it's the autism kicking in, but I was like, Are "You guys are really excited about coffee? That's weird." Um, no, I mean, I thought about it too because I was like, "Oh, maybe back in the day, coffee was like, yeah, like a right. bad boy drink." Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But then, uh, but the one line that made me question that is, she was like, "Oh, what time does your mother get back?" And she's like, "Oh, from bridge, uh, usually after midnight, smelling like coffee, if you know what I mean." Um, yes, and this so is all a like, euphemism. So I thought maybe maybe they were pulling the you know pulling the veil of my eyes a little. Um, mm. Anyway, but I so you know this is when we were introduced to Ouija Ouija I don't know but um, it's Ouija I think it's stupid because it's not spelled that way. Um, so I'm just gonna say Ouija Ouija I'm gonna say Ouija. Um, that snow leopard from Kung Fu Panda was kind of thick. Sure. Um, I'm not afraid. Okay. <laughs> that's a thick with a C. Anyway, um T H O C C. Yes. Yeah. They get what I meant. God damn it. Um so uh yeah, anyway, so when she when they when they, I absolutely love when they're playing Ouija and um the girl in the blue dress who's really scared, the friend who like really doesn't want to do it, and mm-hmm. every time anything happens on the board, just oh my god. Oh my god! Yep, yep. I, I, I laugh so hard, and then the mother comes in the door, and she just has this long and extended comedic scream. I laugh so fucking hard at that. That's I, so I laughed. I laughed very hard at first at this, but then about two thirds into this movie, most of my notes are "Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Yeah! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no!" I turned into that little girl. Yeah, and I think that's the point. Like she had the appropriate amount of fear at the start, and mm-hmm. then and and then we 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 become her. I absolutely, I, I, I love that. Oh, she, yes. I have a, something to say. Okay. <laughs> In the very beginning, um, there's a skept- skeptical lady. Oh, like a blonde yeah. Lady. Yeah, yes, she's from first um, reading. And I was yelling, because she's in Haunting on Hill House. Also, um, the seance lady, like main mama character, she's also in Haunting on Hill House. Nice. Also, the priest father guy, he's also on Haunting on a Hill House. Nice. Okay, also, I have a question uh, uh, before before you continue, before I forget. Um, that, that pastor, um, pa- uh, Father yeah. Tom, uh, <laughs> the people that were over today, they said, oh, that's Elliot. And they were like, and I'm like, oh, from E.T.? And they just kind of walked away. I'm like, that was a genuine question. <laughs> but did he play a person named Elliot in Haunting on Hill House or whatever? think so um okay maybe let me see because because i didn't know if you played if he was the kid 
Elliot from E.T. all growed up. Henry Thomas is known for playing Elliot in 80s classic E.T. The Extraterrestrial. But he's making a comeback to screens in new Netflix show, The Haunting on Hill House. Now, I don't think his name in Haunting on Hill House is Elliot, Elliot but it's, um, okay. it is an E.T. Awesome. So I was right. That's all that matters. We can end this episode. Okay, bye. Anyway, so, uh, you know, that... Wait, is that the main character from E.T.? Yeah. Yes. Holy shit, man. Get it. Get Get that dough. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, you know, so the the idea being that, you know, they... they, One thing I really loved, this is what I wanted to cover before, is at the start of the episode... um, episode at the start of the movie she the mother who's like this main seance reading lady um like she's tricking people yeah sure it's a scam but she's genuinely doing it to help them like she just wants to give them closure Hmm? i was saying we as in like yes yeah i think that's happened like five times uh this show where i said we and i've had to explain it because we you yeah (laughs) well do i have to do with the accent we yeah, we, we, that helps actually. It does. Um, so anyway, yeah, and um, I, I I quite liked that about that. And then you know, this mother seems pretty cool. She uh, when when Lena's you know get, get, getting it on with this new boy who's like like Whoa. four years older than her or something, um, and she's like I don't know thirteen or something, um, which is weird when you think about it. Mm, um, no, it's two to she's three in high years. School. Yeah, yeah. She's a sophomore, which is year two of high school. Um, oh, well, so the boy is the next year up. So really, there's not a whole. I mean, it was the '60s. I mean, remember that the uh, the the morals and the because uh, yeah, I don't understand all the different names that y'all have for things. Um, but here, high school, you know, you go year eight to year twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I yep. thought she was year eight, and he was year nope. twelve. No, nope. okay. ten and eleven. Oh, okay, that's not nearly as bad. Um, so, but the mother still has a problem. Um, and she's, and I love how she, like, she pretends to be doing his reading. And then she's like, uh, here's your lifeline. Here's your heartline. Uh, here's yeah. your something. And she's like, oh no. He goes, what? Is there a problem? She goes, yeah, this, uh, this hand, if this hand touches or any other hand for that matter, touches my daughter, you're going to have a real short lifeline. <laughs> and yes. she stares at him. I was like, oh, snippity snap. That's great. Yep. I, I love when she threatens him, and she's, like, hurting his hand a ton. Anyway, he gets what's coming to him um, for having feelings. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think he's the slut in this movie, right? Oh, yep. Yep. He, he's, he's, he's the promiscuous one who gets it, because um, he's also yeah. quite handsome, you know? Is he? He's not, he's not really promiscuous. No, but he's the most promiscuous. That's fair. Um, and so I think he's he, he he's we're gonna call him slut from now. Um, no, <laughs> but no, but I used to I used, side sorry I worked with a guy who looked exactly like him and was actually his age. That's weird. Anywho, you nice guy. Him? I did not. No, I mean, no, no, no. I still see the guy from time to time, and he might listen to the show. So I'm not gonna. Does your you know. wife know you see him from time to time? <laughs> time after time. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, (laughs) 
But when, when does the creepy actually start to happen in this movie? Because basically, yeah, she, you know, the Ouija board, little girl whose name is Doris. Doris. <laughs> yep. Um, I, oh, actually, I think the creepy starts when she, when the mother is trying, like, she, she, uh, she gives it the benefit of the doubt when she's, she's sitting down at her table with all of her mechanisms and things. And she, she just, she wants to just give it a go while nobody's around. And she asks for Robert, I think, which is her dead husband. Roger. Um, Roger. I was close. Um, and, uh, you know, and then she's like, are you here? And then upstairs in the bedroom, um, the two sisters, one sister's on the bed, the small sister's doing her homework or something at the table. And she just like, her head goes up and she starts speaking, answering the questions. And I was like, ah, oh, that's yeah. really fucked up. This is okay. <laughs> and that, yep. that actually, that was a pretty creepy scene. Like full yeah. house, how simple that, it was. Yeah. That kicked off the creep for me because, uh, three times, I think at this point, they're reading the directions and they, each of the groups that have had the board has said, never play alone. Always say goodbye. And, uh, they and never say goodbye. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When she, when she gives up, she doesn't say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, I, you know, that's, they, she didn't close the door. And um, you know what, actually, uh, for me, the creep factor kicked in a little bit before this, when she was, uh, at her desk in the middle of the night doing bills, and we saw that stamp that said past due, and I knew that things were not going to go well for this mom. <laughs> and the husband is dead. I wonder if he was hit by a car. He was! He was hit by a car! They say He was literally hit by a car, yes. <laughs> he was hit by a car. Oh my god, I think we discovered a new trope. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. Who was hit by a car? He's talking open about the house. He's talking about the open house, man. Past two stamps, and remember, and then the dad gets hit by the car. She oh, yeah. really blocked that entire fucking movie and episode out of her mind. That's, it's, I mean, it's understandable. Hollywood, no, it's fair. Yeah, this solidarity. Self, yeah, self preservation is very important. I get it. <laughs> you got to look after your mental health, and that means. Yeah, you guys talk about house. like what happens during these episodes, and I just don't know. I just don't remember. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's when the creep. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, the past do stamp. Oh no, um, the what? What do you guys think then? I, I want to just throw it out there. What is the creepiest moment in this movie for y'all? Ooh, you go first, Harley. Mm. Ooh, okay. Because um, I know mine straight out the bat, but I want to hear your same. Thoughts. Yep. I I think it's um, the scene when she gets possessed is really creepy. Uh, so give a little but, run up to that. What, 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 what's that? Give a little run up to that. Is that when she's downstairs and she looks in the mirror? Yes. Yeah. No, so uh, do, ex- explain it a little for the listener. Oh, well, that's not. I, is any of you going to, are any of you going to choose that one as no, your creepiest that's not scene? mine. Uh, okay, because that wasn't mine. I just wanted to okay, say that Donna's. it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, Donna's? that's mine. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, I thought. Um, like what was creepiest for me, like what made my skin really crawl is when, um, Doris is downstairs with, uh, the slut and I'm joking. (laughs) Don't be rude. Don't be rude, Valeria. Who's that? I don't know. Um, so Doris is downstairs with, with my boy. Um, and she's like, Oh, the treasure is in the wall. And and the boy's like reaching and they're trying to grab it. And she's like, keep going. It's in there. And he like, 
And as he's like reaching in and grabbing stuff, we can see in the background, we can see Doris in the background standing out of focus, um, like half in the shadows and her face starts like, like changing and creaking and like crunching and her eyes go white and her jaw starts like, like snapping and like opening and, and she's mm. going from her head's like snapping from left to right. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, and, <laughs> and, shit, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah. So that, that was really creepy to me. I think stuff that in any horror movie or short film or anything like that stuff, that's sort of like in the background out of like focus or out of sort of the main sort of frame of the movie. I think those things are like what like scare so me like, the most. The thing that, that we know, but the character doesn't, you know, it's like, cause you can see this shit happening and then you still have the building anticipation of how this is going to end. And it's already creepy. Yeah, but, and, it's, yeah. and I feel like stuff like that were, it's stuff that only we see or know kind of targets us more, like targets the audience more. So like uh, the characters are like in ignorance sort of bliss, right? Like ignorance mm-hmm. is bliss, but we know. And it yeah, feels like yeah. almost more personal, almost like it's something that will affect or hurt us or something. Yeah, I, th- I think it presents also this this feeling of that the the world around the character's consciousness is still moving. And that presents a, a, a realism to the to the situation like you know uh, the slut has his hand in the wall because she says she put the jewelry back and um and then yeah we see that happening and so there's this realism to the fact that the world is still moving around him and these demons are still there and that he doesn't actually have to be directly confronted by that and that's pretty fucking creepy yeah yeah i was watching i was watching it with emily and um as soon as that happened emily was like i don't like that i don't like that I do not like that. <laughs> <laughs> so done. You yeah, I had go- nobody with me, so I just curled up into my chair and sat there like a oh my god scared thing. Thing, yeah. Uh, Don, like little animal. <laughs> well, technically you are, but you know. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, please. Uh, yep. Um, Don, possession yep. scene is yours, is it? Yes, uh, to uh, to give it a run up, uh, Doris, she she's been doing. She's not in school anymore. This is when she's helping her mom, like do on do full on readings with just her. Sometimes she doesn't even have to touch the board. But then she suddenly starts to feel pain in her neck, and oh, I thought yeah. that's uh, that's weird. So uh, well, one so night, that, she, it, that's actually that that that's that's alluded to earlier when yes she yeah. When she yeah. does the reading with, I think, the uh, the the lady, and then her voice morphs into the man's voice. Yep. Um, and then she's like, "Oh, that tickled." Um, yes. Yeah. And then after, yeah. And then after that, she had that pinch in her neck, and I'm like, "This is a different thing." I didn't know what was happening. And then that night, she uh, she goes down. She can't sleep. The pain is just too much. So she goes and begs her her dead father to explain why she's in so much pain. And she does that thing I talked about earlier where she lifts up the panel or whatever it's called, the uh, the wow. guide. Yeah, the, the Ouija. The, the, it's the, is it not device. called a planchette? Yeah, planchette, that's it. Oh, well. La-di-da. So she lifts that mm-hmm. up and she's, uh, she's, she's done this before where she's looked through the Ouija board and, like I said, each time she saw something out of the corner of her eye, I had that same reaction because I had that as I was watching the movie. But she goes and she's looking around and she... she inspects herself in the mirror and that thing where you said where um uh like we know that what's happening 
this movie showed us what it was that was doing this to her. And that yeah. reveal of that black demonic Mouthless. monster. Yes. Shadow uh, creature. Yes. And as she starts to scream, we see her scream and the hand goes over her mouth and then her mouth with a, then it cuts to not being able to see the hand over the mouth. It goes wider and wider. And I screenshot and I sent it to you because uh, I hit pause right then. And I had to take a break in the sunlight. And uh, (laughs) that part where her mouth is just expanding and expanding and it cuts to the mirror of the demon forcing itself in. And that's just like, we know what a possession is to see it from that perspective with that added thing of actually seeing the demon go in. Yeah. Like he's like forcing his arm down into her throat. And it's like, Holy shit. Yeah. And and then she like, yeah, well she, so she, we see her sort of like fly back a little bit and then she's like Mm -hmm. hovering in the air and slowly goes down to the ground and her mouth closes again. And she like ribbles about slightly. Um, Yeah. yeah. It's pretty gnarly. It, yep. it was very gnarly. And the, the just like that elongated mouth, I think they did really well. Oh, God. Fucking Harley just sent pictures. Oh, fucking you asshole. Um, <laughs> into the chat of, of the demonic. And, but, yeah, anyway. Um, so that, that was nasty. So that was very, very interesting. Now, there is mm-hmm. some oh, – so my scene, my, my – most messed up scene i think mm-hmm. um is at the last 20 seconds of the movie 10 seconds mm. um when so lena's gone through all this shit um her sister died and her body disappeared it was after she sewed her sister's mouth shut to stop the voices because that's what her dead dad told her to do um and then you know the, she the 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 demons make her kill um, uh, her own mother. Um, her mm-hmm. mother forgives her before. So then we cut to like several months later. Lena is in a mental hospital, um, and all of this was a recounting of some sort. Um, not all of it, but some of it was a recounting. And you know, and she's like, "Oh, I, I thought I would be alone. Um, well, my mother wanted to know if we were alone. We're not. We'll never be alone. I'll never be alone." Um, and then she, uh, you know, they put her in her room. She uh, she rips up the carpet, cuts open her hand or bites open her hand. and makes yeah, she a bites Ouija, her thumb. Makes a Ouija board on the ground in a blood. <laughs> and she she makes her hand, she takes um, the spectacles out of her glasses and makes, and puts it in, in, in her hand. Yep. Um, and she, uh, uh, yeah, she says, are you there? The doctor is walking past her room. Um, and he, he walks past and then he comes back and he looks in on her again and behind him on the roof upside down is, uh, the, the corpse of the, of, of her little sister. And then it just Mm -hmm. comes flying toward him. And then we cut to black and it's just like, holy fuck. That was the most fucked up part for me because it was just like, oh, this ended in sort of a zombie way. Um, Mm -hmm. because it's going to spread now. Holy shit. That's terrifying. Like for, I, Oh, I understand. Because they kept asking, like, where's your sister's body? And she didn't know. Yeah, because yep. her sister died. But they, th- and that's because the demons took possession of the body. Yeah, we saw her soul go with her dad. Uh, yeah. It's even per- uh, pres- presumably to heaven. Uh, I don't actually know yes. because he seemed to still be there. 
Like, oh, maybe, yeah. Well, they seem like, well, yeah, usually a ghost or whatever spirit in folklore stays behind if they have, like, a task to accomplish or whatever. Well, then Lena's still alive. Um, so he, they should all still be there, I would think, because Lena's. Yes. Um, um, Lena's kind of gone, you know, know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, before we move on from this scene, that scene didn't affect me as much because uh, Krampus with the uh, the little monsters jumping out. When I saw that happen, I was like, OK, I mean, last week I wasn't impressed with how they did it. Mm. They did that. So that one, yeah, it, it got me a little bit, but but I was still kind of like. Uh, Krampus did it worse I, last week, so it kind of ruined it for me. I just don't like that she was on the roof. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's terrible. I don't know what it is about that, actually. It's just, it's there's so much to do with unnatural. There's so much to do with, oh, this situation's not ended. Um, the yeah. crazy sister's going to get fucked up now. The doctor's going to get fucked up. Like, and that the, 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 the demons are in the corpse of the little girl and mm-hmm. are like, Going well, around. I mean, first of all, yes, it's terrifying that she's walking upside down or like running upside down. But I think the demons are in Lena still, maybe. So I don't think yes. it's as scary for Lena because she's kind of like there. Yeah, and she's probably okay. on a a, uh, a a crap ton of uh, medicine. But I don't know like, if that's going to m- help. Like these demons don't seem to be a, a mental thing so much than a physical presence, you know. Well, I mean, if your your yeah. body is filled with a, a lethargic drug, it may be. I just I took it as like she was zonked out of her head from the shock and everything. And from what I know of 1960s psychiatric uh, care for people that needed it, they just filled you up with drugs. Yeah, so like and I I've... saw as her being based. And one of my notes, last note, one of my last notes was, "Oh, did she get a lobotomy?" And I meant to go back to look for a head scar. Uh, she does touch the. No, that's the little girl. Yeah, but um, one thing that, um, you know, I would agree with you that maybe her body is, like, you know, uh, too not great. But at the same time, I don't know if physics applies because they had the little girl running on the roof. Um, True. And yeah. so I, I feel like they are just literally controlling the body at that point. But, um, you know, from the externally, potentially. I don't know. Either way, it's creepy as shit. Um, that doctor's fucked. Um, um, this movie was a uh, prequel to another one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. When it's I told my friends that I was watching. Yep. Ouija. Ouija. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. And we should watch that next week then. Movie. It's a, uh, it's got 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh my oh God. My God. We should is watch that, that. Is that the lowest rating we've, wa- we would yeah. watch, we would have watched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, okay, okay, okay. The like professional reviews or whatever are six percent. For audience score, it's twenty four percent. Oh wow, that's quite weird. I would like. We should definitely watch that ourselves. I I think I'm it's going to be like dumb, but like frustrating. Yeah, like not fun. Oh, are you voting against it? We we could watch it. <laughs> it might be another one of those movies where we just stew in our anger like <laughs> open house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um don't 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 ever curse that upon anybody. Um <laughs> so yeah, anyway, this movie genuinely creepy. Um let's go for survival points. Survival yes. points. Um uh-huh. hit, hit me hit me with your uh, unless unless Harley, do you have anything uh else to say? 
Like about the meat? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, what, you, you sounded like I, I cut you off from what you were wanting to say. Like, what is there anything you want to get into? No, I was just, I was just thinking. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. Um, there is. Uh, I'm looking at my notes. There's a creepy part. Um, when when the uh, when Lena's sheet. Oh my god! Yes, yes. Um, so at first they start getting pulled off slowly, and she kind of yanks them back, which is what I would do. Even if I were awake and I knew a demon was doing it, I would do it to like trick the demon into thinking I was still asleep. <laughs> And she sort of yanks the blankets back, unless it's a sexy demon. And then the blankets get uh, start getting pulled again slowly, and she yanks them back, and all of a sudden they're completely ripped off. And that is terrifying to me, because I've always been afraid of that happening to me. Like my plan, like my first plan of action is if my like if my blankets ever start sliding off, is to pull them up and pretend I'm sleeping. But if they suddenly like get yanked from me, you have no other uh, no other choice than to like wake up and react. Like the demon's not going to believe you slept through that. I don't think. So it's scary to me. <laughs> and uh, this, and this uh, ties in with something you said last week that Paul kind of uh, didn't appreciate. I thought when you said uh, you brought up the rule of threes. Do you remember uh, last week's? She, she Wait, always brings I up mean, the rule of threes. Yeah, <laughs> like the rule of threes. Is, yeah, and, and it is a legit thing. It's not just a Harley crackpot conspiracy theory. No, that I is know a legitimate. Legit thing. Oh, okay, it's a thing. Yeah, I just want to make sure. Oh, like I, I watched. Pan's Labyrinth, and they did it there, and it was very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think those blankets count for that rule of threes. Well, there were <laughs> unless, there were, unless there they were, do. There were two tugs, and then there was the third pull all the way off. Well, no, the it, rule of threes is more like throughout the course of any given film, um, something happens three times. Yes, and I'm saying that this is a a microcosmic version of. <laughs> all right, done. I like, I do love that Don was trying to support you, and yep. then and then you're like, Don, don't be stupid. Um, yep. <laughs> Don? Can I say something? You may. I love you, I love you, I love you. Oh, wow, is that's that a rule, rule of three, Harley? Because, or is that a microcosmic rule of three? <laughs> it's one of those. All right, I cannot, anyway. I cannot I get, wait to have to leave early and go to work. I no, I meant saying. it. I meant it. <laughs> I get what you're saying. No, I agree. Um, all right, let's go survival points, you dudes. Um, I've got so- survival points to dole out. All right, Holly, hit us with your survival points. Hi. Um, I like, uh, like, nearing the end of the movie, uh, Lena's like, we better not fucking split up, basically, is what she says. Like, everyone's like, yes. let's yes. split up. And Lena was like, fuck that shit. No. And they go downstairs. Yeah, she, she literally says, I think she literally says, um, splitting up is the worst idea. I'm like, literally the worst thing we could do is split up. I wrote the quote down because it was so powerful. (laughs) It was great. Because it's smart as fuck. Because no one does that. Like, no one, everyone's always like, let's split up. Like, uh, Scooby-Doo does it all the fucking time. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, yeah, she's like, let's not split up. So they all go downstairs together. And then the the Pope or whatever the fuck he is um, says... (laughs) What the, huh? Father Tom. Oh, Father, Father, what is he, a, a, a priest? A, yeah, he's a, yeah, a priest? He's a pastor. Oh, a pastor. Pastor, the pastor, um, Father Tom, uh, is like, I'll go, I'll go get your daughter alone. And then the, the daughter's like, uh, Lena's like, what did I just, like, <laughs> yeah. fucking say? And he's like, no, no, I can do this. And obviously everything goes to shit. Yeah. So... Good on Lena, because she actually survived, uh, who said, you know, that we shouldn't split up. 
I think that's a good survivor point. So I think uh, we give that a plus two because that is a very important rule. Um, don't fucking spoil What's it. What's the most we can give? Uh, I think for like the very best things, a plus four. Like, okay. I would give it a 2.5 even because I think okay. no one ever like says stuff like that. Everyone always splits up. Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you have any other survivor points for anyone? Um, or badass points that, also count, remember? I think the daughter, she takes those sheets of writing to the, uh, to the, to the pastor. Oh, that is a good point. Yes, she, and she acts she, on the evidence. Mm-hmm. She gets it translated, and that's like a big like bonus to like them finding out what, like why everything's happening kind of thing. Yeah, actually, um, I think that's probably a, a plus two as well, because that is a very good move, like... She was like, hey, I don't understand yeah. this. I saw her doing this creepy shit. Let's look into this. Um, yeah. yeah. I think just, um, like, even throughout, like, the entire movie, the daughters, uh, Lena's, like, on it. Like, she's creeped out and terrified by everything, which is, like, we fear things, because, like, to keep us alive, right? Like, it's an instinct. Mm. So, naturally, she's, like, afraid of everything. And the mother's, like, no, it's a wonderful gift. It's a miracle. And Lena's like, no, the fuck it's not. Do you see what's happening? And she's like the only one that's skeptical throughout the movie. And she survives. No, definitely. I completely agree. Don, do you got any survival points? I do. And they have oh, to go to Lena. Yep. Uh, okay. This qualifies as both. Um, she, uh, that, that, and I, and I want to set up the scene before I tell you what the points are, because I really love this scene where, uh, She's visited oh, by the spirit of her father and she gets a flashback to her being in bed again, watching four hour ago, her, uh, hair into her younger daughter or her younger sister for <laughs> marking up her doll. And she says, no, daddy told me to stop the voices. And, uh, it like snaps back to the present. And, uh, I didn't think <laughs> yeah. she was going to do it like this. I mean, if it wasn't for that mirror scene, this would have been my scene where I see her pick up that dusty ass, bit of thread and she yep. uses all of her 1960s public education home economic schooling and tightly sews her own sister's mouth shut yeah yep like i don't know how many survival points that should be but badass points should be double that i mean yeah so i'm gonna say that's like three three survival points because that's so many different she's also fighting demons while doing it yes like, towards the end yeah she's she's ripping she's she's still going like in that that motion of that so not mouth shut but i've seen people sew with those kind of needles and that like that sharp all the way up motion where you have to follow through the entire motion you're not just like lightly picking away at something that dramatic flourish she's doing each time yeah it doesn't show the effect and i'm kind of glad it didn't show what it looked like on the do- on the uh on doris because i don't think it would have been as satisfactory as seeing her as seeing lena fight off these demons while doing that yeah. yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I agree. And, um, you know, I'm also adding, so I've got plus six for badass points in this scene in general because the way she gets her sister to the ground is she has a fucking wooden stool. We see we see mm-hmm. um, yes. Doris uh, pulling up a knife and her mother's chained to the table and um, she's about to, like, I don't know, gouge her or some shit. But um, – then just out of nowhere, you see Lena has this wooden stool and just fucking clocks her like eight year old, nine year old sister, um, and just like as hard as she fucking can and sends her across the room. I was like, ah, oh, that's so fucking cool. 
Like that. Then when she's and then when she's got her on the ground, she pins her arm. She pins her legs on top of her arms, further keeping her from uh, being able to fight back. Which I thought was uh, a nice touch mm -hmm. too. It was it was a very badass scene for Lena. She um and then she uh, accidentally kills her mother. So that sucks. But uh, (laughs) you know, yeah, that was that wasn't tough to watch. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say. I was going to say, that's not a minus to her. That was the demons doing okay. that. Okay. Um, so, Father Tom, does Father... I, I mean, Father Tom doesn't get any survival points. Uh, actually, no. There is, I thought, quite a good survival oh, yes. tactic. I have one that, for him. But I, I think I have the same one. Um, where okay. Father Tom, he tricks the demon consciously. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. He goes in for the reading, and then he asks, you know, what was my wife's middle name? And he used... He, he starts thinking his mother's middle name just to confirm that it wasn't actually. And then he puts it, he, he takes them. Now, he should have taken them outside, but um, he, they go he, okay, upstairs. Yes, yes, in retrospect, yes, he should have. <laughs> there's no way he could have known that the entire house was a microphone. Yeah. Like, he I, thought just out of true. sight. He, like, there was yeah. no way of knowing that they were all on the walls. And uh, bef- before we go too much further than this, Father Tom, while he went out like a punk, he, uh, I thought him taking Lena's warning seriously and take and finding someone that spoke Polish. You know how Lena understood mm. Polish. Not going to touch on. She's earned too many points for me to nitpick. But then he takes that to a Polish person and he he hears her out, has them decipher it, and he yeah. uh, goes from there. So yeah, I thought he he earned quite a few points before he lost them all spectacularly. Yeah. So yes. um. Following up on evidence is, is a good he, – he did do good. Um, I'll give him a plus one for that. Um, and then, I mean, he probably takes like a minus four for his last act. Well, we uh, we talked about this uh, the other time we uh, where we had um, multiple categories. I think he gets one badass point for going in by himself and facing the demon and starting to reser- uh, uh, recite his uh, Bible verses. That's kind oh, of badass yeah, a little true. bit. Um, yeah, he does. And he actually talks to, um, he talks to the demon. Like he says, you're not Rosie. And then I'm not Rosie Doris. And she's like, and she shakes her head and he's like, is Doris still here? And you know, he starts trying to banish it. Um, which, which is pretty, pretty badass. Like that's, that's I'm going to say that's a two, honestly, cause that's some ballsy sure. shit. It is ballsy, but yeah. he had just told the other two uh, minutes before that. Uh, I called the Vatican. They have a specific task force specifically for this. But nah, man, I'm going to take care of this on my own because I'm a cowboy priest. I, you know I'm what? A cowboy. I, I, he's a cowboy of God. Uh, I fucking hate, um, uh, you know, instead of guns and assaults, he's got crosses. Anyway. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I think. The Holy Spirit compels I thought that was pretty badass. Huh? Oh, I was just saying the Holy Spirit compels you. Yes. Um, I think the, uh, the fact that he (laughs) fucking like called up the Vatican as if he's like, as if it was like the chillest thing. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, I I just called up the Vatican. I fucking, I fucking hate, I mean, I watched the conjuring and we should watch that for this. Um, but like, (laughs) Don's not looking forward to that. Um, so I, I fucking hate whenever it's a Catholic thing, this thing in movies where they're like, well, we got to wait. We gotta wait for the uh, for the church to sanction a, a um, you know a, to, a, an exorcism, man. And it's like, why, why? 
Just go in there. Do it. it compel your God. I think I don't you have know. to have, like, a certain credential or something. No, I know, but that's stupid because people are like, uh, there are demons here that are killing people, and I have to wait for a couple of days to see if the Vatican can send someone? Like, I, this is a, a demon. <laughs> yeah. I have a very similar rant that may be better for, like, the conjuring, but the entire idea that there has to be a certain level of uh, – Credentials, as you said, like it, it goes along with that thing where uh, the the common werewolf lore is, oh, you need silver bullets. And I can't count. At first it was funny, but after a while, there were so many ones that said, no, they just wanted you to have to buy silver bullets from the rich people. So only the rich people could fight werewolves. That whole thing, that conceit that you have to uh, do this properly. Why doesn't every Catholic church have a very large trunk filled with holy water and how to manuals? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, if you're becoming a pastor, if this is such a serious thing, and, you know, I'm not shitting on anybody's beliefs here, but if you if you genuinely believe this to be a real thing, I just teach everybody you can. Teach them all. Um, you know, put some post-it notes out there. Put some, fucking put some, an elite fucking task force of ghost hunters all across <laughs> the world. Just, I mean, We're, they... I, they've already taken half the mantle. Just teach them how to to, to get yes. rid of the demons as well. You know, it's, look, it's, look, look. You can lift rocks. You can run. You can make security guards forget that you were there. But we're only going to give lightsabers to those Jedi that really <laughs> deserve it. No, you really. give them all the tools that they can do their jobs with. And it's it's not like I mean, in what way do it? It just seems like it's a somewhat capitalist move, right? Like. Yeah. Um, that you need to get this certain level. Like, how does that benefit anyone, though? Like, it would surely benefit everyone for for all of for at least one person in each church to be able to do this. <laughs> like, get rid of. What the I'm getting from this is that you should start your whole like own new church where everyone it's like mandatory for everyone to learn how to like fuck up demons. I yes. mean, yeah, I mean, I could. There- in, in my in my in my society, there are um, people that light the candles in church, and then there's everybody else who is basically a holy paladin, ready for <laughs> anything. Yeah, they've got fucking salves of holy water on their belt. They've got a, a cross, a crossbow that literally shoots crosses. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's called a crossbow, dude. That's what it was already named. Oh, <laughs> oh and yeah, I could, I could be one of those. What are those people that travel around preaching the good word, like door to door? Oh, uh, missionaries. Oh, mean, there's missionaries, and then you might be speaking of, um, you know, Jehovah's I would be like a missionary from the Church of Paul, and I'd be like, "Hi, have you heard of the Church of Paul? You get a free sword upon joining." <laughs> yeah have you Have you seen Paul Bettany and Legion? Would you like to be that? <laughs> <laughs> We, we ever, can't give you. Don't a, you talk about Legion in this good episode? We can't give you a cop car, but we also can't stop you from stealing one. Uh, <laughs> but um, also, you get to decide who the demons are. Have fun. Um, so yeah, no. Um, anyway, I, I just I hate that. But then, so I like that Tom's like. We, I mean, he doesn't say it, but I feel like in his head, the character's like, we don't have time to wait for the elite task force i'm gonna do this shit myself he does what he thinks needs to happen despite what his god wants him to do and i i you know what i i respect him for that um, he's a self-made he, man he faces that demon anyway even though he doesn't have that badge 
and uh, good on him. I'm giving him. Oh, two- you know what's smarter than but they don't survive. Oh, what's that? Um, they, when they say to burn the board. Oh yeah, because then the board yep. just comes back to life. I'm giving. I'm giving yeah. the board a badass point. Um. For I mean, like, their honestly, we've got to tip our hat to Hasbro, who make a good product that doesn't burn up in the flames. <laughs> and puts itself back on the shelf. It'll back itself up. House fire, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get it, Hasbro. Um, but yeah, so boy, I'm giving Hasbro one badass point. Um, <laughs> make sure we uh, mention, remind me to mention them on Twitter when this episode goes up so I can let them know. <laughs> Yep, yep. Yeah, hey Hasbro, we uh we like boost up your products. Yep, sure. Everybody Guys, go buy You that. know you know who Hasbro owns? Who does Hasbro own? My booty. I, I think Hasbro owns Wizards of the Coast, which are, you know, of course, the companies that provide such beautiful wonders as uh D D and Magic the Gathering. So mm. I'd just like to do this little promo for them. You guys are great. Thanks. Give us money. Yeah. They also make board games. And they just made some bored listeners. <laughs> I've been working on the railroad. <laughs> oh, the live long day. Um, so, yeah, uh, cool. I have another. Uh, I, she doesn't get a whole lot because uh, at, it's mom. Uh, at, throughout the movie, mom is like, clearly she knows what she's doing isn't properly what she should, what that gift is but she's still do, using it for good to keep you know that that poor man from getting his uh uh checkbook rocked uh, oh yeah and then and then she immediately so she kind of loses some points for immediately starting to drink the uh the oh yeah she, it's all good the the all that stuff but then at the end when she has to free herself she just it didn't do a cool way of doing it she just cracked her hand in half pulling it out of that <laughs> manacle so i feel like she should at least get a half a point for that yeah, for, for, for I the, mean uh, that's how um, that's how that one guy did it in uh, in the Slepnir movie. No, yes, in, but he well, go ahead, Paul. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, so that was Dom in um, in uh, uh, the Ritual and the hero. Uh, the hero. <laughs> that's what it's called, the Ritual. I forgot. Yeah. But he his is a lot more drawn out and focused, and I you know he he breaks his thumb. Um, and it's fucking brutal. This one, she more just like crushes her whole hand by forcing it through the fucking thing. Yeah. Obviously, she can't break her thumb because she didn't have two hands to do it. Everything's locked down. Yeah, but- I think I think it's a good. I think it's it deserves some points. It's still yeah, sure. she's still like, who are we to judge us sitting on these comfy chairs, talking into um, microphones while I, she was I, out I, there breaking her hand. I have legitimately broken my wrist on purpose before, so um, I will put it out there that uh, I can judge. So take that. Yes, you want to hear uh, that story? Fine. No, um, no, no. Mm-mm. No, it's it's a good story. Um, I don't. Want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. Um, don't my like other stories. It sounds bad. No, no, no. My, I mean, it is bad professionally. My, um, I, I used to play a lot of soccer in school and um, uh, football for the uninitiated. Um, uh, and so, uh, you know, my teacher, we had a written exam on soccer and I didn't care for that. And I was just having a real bad day. And I said to, because uh, I, um, I had already done a lot of damage to my wrist and I was in a, a soft cast. 
And I said to the teacher, who was a really weird teacher, I literally said, if I can re-break my wrist, will you just give me a passing grade? And he what? laughed and he laughed and said, jokingly, he said, yeah, sure. So I immediately turned and smacked my wrist into the um, pylon, the metal pylon, um, and there was a loud crack. And um, yeah, to keep his job, we just didn't talk about it, and he did give me that grade. What? Um, and I was, yeah, and I went. Was this in front of other people? Like, was it just you and this teacher? No, it was there was a class of students, um, and they all thought oh I was going to badass for it. Um, and yeah, which, so, which hand was it? Which hand was it? It was my left. So it wasn't your dominant hand. Correct. <laughs> so you're not a southpaw. Um, but I did then continue. Shut up, Don. I, I, I did then live it up in school telling all the teachers that I, I wrote with my left hand, so now I can't write. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's that story. Anywho, um, but I was going <laughs> to fail that test. So, I, 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 yeah, I was like, you know, I can deal with a little bit of pain to, to pass through this. So Paul gets some badass points. Oh, nice. Yeah. I get a badass point. Yeah. No, you oh. get a few. Jesus Christ. How many do I get? Come on, guys. Can get I get four? Four? Oh, oh, yeah. All righty. I'm going with four. Four. Nice. I haven't been in the rankings yet since we started these. Anyway, um, so that's that. Um, but, yeah, so she does She does definitely get a badass point. I also think it's quite badass. I, I, I mean, it's badass in my opinion that she is, while she's doing scammy stuff, she's not doing it for her own benefit and she's not fleecing people. She's, uh, you know, she's just uh, she, hmm? obviously not since uh, her house is getting foreclosed upon. So she's not yeah. even a uh, a very success. I mean, she's she really should get a couple more points for being a badass for being able to fleece all these people out of so much money and still letting her house and her financial situation fall into yeah. ruin because she has morals. Yeah, you like she literally doesn't take the guy's money. And mm-hmm. I'm like, fucking, that's that's great. I love you. And so she, I think she'll get three three points for all of that then. Awesome. Um, yeah, at first I was like, oh, she's, I mean, like, she's obviously a fraud. She's obviously scamming people. But then, like, when, when he started giving her money and she didn't accept it, I was like, oh, hmm. what? Hmm. You, you're a good hmm. person. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's good. And she she genuinely, like, because his daughter at the thing, um, Hush Lady, uh, Hush was marrying this guy who was going to scam him. And then the mother um, made it seem like the ghost was saying, no, don't do that. I don't. She was going to marry the guy. So yes. Hush, Hush. I thought that was his daughter. That, no, 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 no. So Hush, the daughter. Um, the blonde one. Sh- yes. Yeah. She was getting married to a different guy. Oh, oh, that- oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, and that guy was going was asking for all of his money for an investment, which was clearly a scam. And he was asking his dead wife, and so the mother of the of the daughters of this of the main family, she she made it look like that the ghost told him, "No, don't do it." And I was like, "Ah, fucking a, good." Um, and then Lena comes in, and it was like, "Man, she was a bitch. I mean, witch." I'm not sorry. <laughs> I that, was that, that was good. That was good. That was very good. And then the mom's like, yeah, she was a bitch. <laughs> that's great. And she's like, I'm not sorry. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> um, cool. I think those are all the points that, uh, you know, do you want me to, should I, should I tally? Uh, I'd like to give one to Mikey. Mikey. Oh, yeah. Why is that? For Who? going down. Oh, 
Yeah, I go. Why? Because uh, while he's canoodling with Lena at school, uh, Pastor Tom or Father Tom comes up and said, hey, not much room there for the Holy Spirit. And then he <laughs> says, uh, three's a crowd. <laughs> oh, he oh, says that? that? Yeah. yeah. I didn't hear him. And then yeah. I love I love when um, uh, Lena, he's saying something similar to Lena, the pastor is. And Lena's like, look, I got enough ghosts in my life. <laughs> I was yes. like, oh, that's a I, he's like, he goes, all right, well, aside from that, I, I was surprised he didn't lose his shit because he's a pastor at a religious yeah. school. Um, and she just said he she seems to be a very open minded guy. Yeah, he seems pretty cool. Um, he, uh, he came to he came to the uh, seminary later in life after his wife died. He kind of made that clear. And oh, yeah. He was the cool pastor. The, like, and clearly uh, Lena's oh, mom had a reputation of being like, oh, I mean, her sign is literally in front of the house saying, uh, I didn't take a picture of it, but um, palm readings and all that psychic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he's clearly cool enough with it that he doesn't just, you know, scream fire and brimstone whenever she makes a crack like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's definitely a, a much better pastor than I've had experience with in schooling. Um, but, is that another uh, story, Paul? Uh, it, it, another day. Um, I've got my points for today. Um, <laughs> so um, right. I, I, the, the, the short, the short, and the short, short and steady of it is that I was kicked out of church and at skinny. the at the short and skinny of it is that I was kicked out of church at the age of eight for asking too many questions. Um, so anyway, um, so I was actually going to give the demons a badass point, and because ah. that just reminded me. When the boys, yeah. the young boys at the school are making fun of her oh, and he pulls yes. out the slingshot and then she turns deadly at him oh. and forces him to shoot it in his own face and there's that yeah. sickening crack and scream. And I was like, holy shit, that's badass. I yeah. I felt yeah. something like this once before and I that that scene was my third worst scene for me. Yeah, it was... Uh, hmm? I, uh, well, I think the, the fact that they don't show what happens on on screen gives yeah. you like more room to imagine all the horrible shit. That yeah, like did it go in his eye, his throat, his mouth? Like, oh god! I thought that it like completely obliterated his eye, and that's yeah. just a nasty image in my head. Oh, yeah. so good! And it is a very sickening scream that he has when it yes. happens. And the other the yeah. other friend freaks out, and then there are people running across to him, and she's just standing there, stock silent. Oh, so good. Like that meme of that little girl standing next to the house on fire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so in the way of survival points, what we have is we've got um, Lena leading for, let's see. Oh, yeah, Lena's leading by fucking miles, five, six, seven, seven and a half points um, she has. Mm-hmm. Her mother gets one point for releasing her hand the way she did. Um, Father Tom gets three points for um, tricking demons and following up on evidence. So it goes Lena, Father Tom, and then uh, the mother. For badass points, we have... Ooh, what do we got? The mother has four points. Lena has six. So Lena, mother... Um, Tom has two points because he faced demons. Six points goes for the sewing scene to Lena. Um, I gave one point for threatening the boy by the mom. That was quite badass, I think. And she was helping people. I got four points myself, um, for breaking my own wrist as a kid. Um, <laughs> the demons get two points, I think, for the slingshot and protecting, um, 
uh, Doris at this mm-hmm. point. Like that's such a weird and I don't know, possessive thing, but I, I love it. It's very cool. And then Hasbro gets one point for having a board that can save itself and put itself away. Yes. <laughs> so in both categories, Lena wins this. She is calling the shots. She's working shit out. Um, and she's actually the only one that fucking survives. So, yeah. <laughs> not even yep. the not even the boy making fun of Dora survived. <laughs> like, I don't know. I get the feeling he bled out. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's that. So let's head to favorite characters. Holly, you're up. Ooh, um, my favorite character was Lena. Go figure. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I think she's, I think she's the smartest one in this movie in, in oh, like yeah. relation to demons and shit. Uh, I think it, she's, yeah, she's just like very logical and practical. And I, I, I think she's, a like an enjoyable character. I think she's like, like entertaining and she's not, she's not, not annoying, annoying or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So yeah. Um, one thing I'd say about that is like, so she's a very logical individual and she doesn't believe any of the shit. And then when it starts happening and she's seen the evidence, then she deals with that logically. Like movies have such logical people and then, oh, there's a ghost and now I'm an, illog- in a, uh, now I'm an illogical person. But she wasn't. She was like, okay, this is the new reality and I'm going to still deal with this in a logical manner. Um, exactly. And I really love that consistency of personality. It was good. Yeah, me too. So yeah, Lena. All right, what would you do differently? What I would do differently is um, – I think it's in the final scene where she's sewing Doris's mouth shut. Mm. Um, I think the demons got into her mouth because her mouth was open. So yeah. I would just close my my eyes and my mouth as tight as I could and just hope for the best. Yeah, I guess. Or just, just close my mouth, I guess. She could have sewed her own mouth shut first. I don't know. I, I honestly thought uh, uh, I honestly thought that's what they were going to do. I thought she was going to say, like, all the voices must be closed and then... It's just like that. Um, is that that sort of defeatist? Like we have to win no matter what. And I think she already had the voices in her because there was that scene, and I didn't see it the first time because I had to watch a part of it over again. Where uh, Lena's sleeping with, and uh, Doris is oh. whispering, whispering a spell into her ear. Oh my! Like God, I feel that... like the entire yes, like in the entire time, I think she had the demon dormant or one of them because there were several of them. But then, because uh, that explains why later, sure, it went in the mouth too, but when the way she was able to uh, be taken and stab her mother. So I think, like, she was already doomed. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think, I don't think so. I think that whispering is, like, um, like a temporary thing because um, because of how the father, uh, the pope, priest, whatever, um, mm-hmm. how he uh, gets, like, taken over by the thing and then it just goes away. Mm. Okay, yeah. Mm, I think yeah, it's like yeah. more of like a temporary thing because like the actual possession is when they actually like the black uh things actually enter you like through your mouth yeah. or whatever. Penetrate. So yeah, I guess that's just that's what I would have <laughs> done differently. Otherwise, she was pretty solid. <laughs> okay, Don, favorite character. My favorite character was Father Tom. <laughs> really? Yes. Uh, I, I, I always have a soft spot for that kind of, uh, not like the beginning half of sister act, that kind Mm. of fun pastor who can take a joke, who you can talk to and come to. Um, I thought he was resourceful. He got a hold of the, uh, the people that could speak Polish. He took the time to hunt someone hunt. 
He didn't hunt down any Polish people. He took the time <laughs> to find someone that could read Polish and have them translate it. And then he uh, called the he called the people upstairs uh, before confronting this. Uh, really, he just kind of got caught up in the moment. And the only thing that I would have done differently was told them exactly up until they decide he decides to leave. I say, hey, let's go upstairs. I got something in my bag. Walk out the door, spread a ring of salt around the house, and mm. just sat and waited for the Vatican to come in. I assume <laughs> crosses blazing. Yeah, yeah, the helicopters <laughs> and sh- and shit. Yep. Um, and uh, the, the blades of the helicopters crosses. are Sorry. crosses. God damn it, we did the same thing. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I I agree. He is quite a cool guy. Um, Actually, a, a little story. I, I, nah, I've, I've given enough stories this episode. Um, my favorite character is the uh, is Doris Evolution, so the demonic Doris. Um, okay. I very like. I very like. I very like. <laughs> I very much like um, demonic Doris because there is such personality still to everything that the demons are doing with her. Like when she talks to the slut. Um, and she's confronting him <laughs> and she's like, do you know what it's like to be choked out? Um, oh, God. and then she just, that's explains, not what she says. Okay. To be, to be choked to death. Um, no, she says strangled. Okay. No, she so, says before that, do you want to hear something cool? Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, she explains in grave detail what, what it feels like and she freaks him the fuck out. And mm-hmm. I love it. And then, like, when she's over whispering over people, when she's, like, running on the roof or climbing on the walls or, you know, uh, when she makes that kid shoot himself, like, <laughs> I I really like Demonic Doris as a, as a bad, evil creature. Um, I thought it was mm-hmm. really well done. Because possessed kids is such a cliche idea, but this one they pulled it off really well. Um, and is way creepier than almost any other possessed kids I've seen in anything. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, what, what I would have done differently is probably, um, while Doris was outside in public and the demons were clearly a part of her, I would have just started infecting people out there. Like, cause why the fuck not? Like I would have just, you would yeah. get caught and killed. No, but you do it. You do it to one. He doesn't, you've seen zombie movies, my dude. Um, you know, and that's actually, and that's going to lead into, I'll go first on my perfect sequel. Um, my perfect sequel is that we now follow the Doctor, Lena, and Doris. Um, the Doctor, um, who's clearly going to get killed in the very last second. Um, <laughs> and they, you know, and they start basically a zombie plague of demons. They, they, they like lock down the bodies of the living, um, forcing their mouths open as the dead from everywhere, from all of the tortured souls enter them, and it becomes these supernatural fucking demon armies um, that are just angry at the world, and you know, that's that's my thing. You don't know you don't know when one when somebody in real life is one of them or not. Um, so you're on a plane, and uh, suddenly, bam! The person next to you is actually a demon, and you know that type of shit. Oh, it's like Legion. Uh, I guess. Oh, way to kill my idea. Anyway, I'm done. So sorry. Perfect sequel. Uh, mine's kind of a prequel. Okay. Prequel to the prequel. Yeah. Um, and it was touched on a little bit that um, 
the the story of how this all happened they um the uh the the man that escaped um the holocaust he yeah. found this doctor again and he was taken to his house so that is uh lena's grandfather's Ooh. lena's grandfather is the nazi doctor that did that so the what? son yeah this is that's a how, sequel no 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 Oh, in the in, no in the movie they talk about how oh shit here, let me let me get readjusted while I drop some truth bombs on you so in the movie they talk about how uh, this person had escaped this doctor's experiments in the war came to America and uh, he found the 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 what do you call him demon doctor yeah found the, the demon doctor doc- the devil's doctor thank you the devil's doctor using a different name in America. And uh, eventually he was uh, led to that house of that doctor. And that was the house that they're all in. And at the beginning, mom says that this is where their dad grew up. This is their dad's house. So Lena's grandfather, ipso facto, is the devil's doctor. I never put that together myself. Um, I feel that could potentially be that... It was just some guy who had a house, and then there it was. This, but it was this house. It's it's 1967, so World War II wasn't so far removed. He said the house has been in the family. Probably that's a that's a good that is a good that is a good investigating there. That's actually pretty mind blowing. I I will accept it. That's pretty fucked up. I hadn't thought of that. That's that's only the setup. Okay. Now, because the son, the son of the devil's doctor, there's no way. There's no way he wasn't uh, partially uh, aware of what was going on. Like the 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 demons that sorry the uh, the spirits yeah the demons uh, had to have like tried to seduce him. Not well, like that. I was gonna say but, my issue. Yep, keep going. Sorry. I'm, I'm not. I'll, yeah, I'm not I'll, even. I'll poke holes in your plot hole. <laughs> in your oh, plot later. Oh, hot. <laughs> okay, so so uh, I guess I guess it was just a sequel. So really, it's just going to be the. the the setup was a prequel to the son knowing his father was this bad person, um, was slightly aware of their family history. So that's why he stayed behind because he knows all of this is his father's fault because his father was doing these experiments Mm. in that false basement. And that's why he sticks around because he has to help make it right. Doris is dead. He got Doris's spirit to wherever. So he has to stick around and help Lena fight it through. And he's just uh, the movie Michael, but way darker. Wow. Yeah. All right. I like that. That's good. Um, I was going to say the only reason the demons were able to interact now with Lena and all of them was because they opened the portal via Hasbro. Oh, you're right. right. Okay. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Um, I I also you know they they went through some gory detail to to talk about the fact that the uh, the devil's doctor slit their vocal cords, uh, removed their tongues and all of that so that they couldn't make any noise so nobody yes. would be aware. But maybe yes. he's maybe in this prequel he snuck down there one time and yep. uh, maybe he snuck down. Maybe uh, Dad bought a lot of extra food for some reason. All the grocery shopping was a lot, but it always disappeared, and he was always bringing this food in. But ew. for who? That's a creep. That is a creepy story in itself. Um, finding out that your father has like this demonic shit happening. Ugh. 
Ugh. Do you want? Do you have a story to tell like that, Paul? No, I don't have any stories on that. Um, thankfully. Okay. Um, thank fuck. Um, so yeah. Um, all right. I I I, I think that's pretty much everything. I think I didn't uh, give mine. <laughs> Holly, give me your. No, all I'm right. upset. Holly, I'm sorry, Holly. I usually give make you go first. Yeah, I thought it was weird. Yeah, I thought we well, were on the spot. Times are changing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just all about equal opportunity. Don gets to go first sometimes. Anyway. Holly, what is your... Before, uh, yes. Uh, Holly, what is but, your um, perfect sequel? <laughs> and I'm sure it's going to be a perfect sequel and he won't shoot holes into it. We'll I'm see. I'm allowed to now. Um, <laughs> so, before I do that, before I do that. <laughs> she tricked us. Um, I just wanted to talk about the scene that made me, like, genuinely laugh out loud. Oh, okay. Um, they're burning the Ouija board. They're throwing it into a furnace. And they're discovering all these bones in the wall. And Lena looks at her mom with, like, she has this horrified look as she turns to her mom and she says, We played in a graveyard. (laughs) (laughs) I never put that together either, actually. Oh, God. I, I thought I heard that, but I wasn't sure. Um, I thought maybe Emily had said that. Um, that's very funny. Yeah, because that's one of the rules of the Ouija board. Yeah, 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 I see. That's that's very funny. That was was a very good thing. Thank you. I have to yawn. All right, my perfect (sighs) sequel. (sighs) Um, I thought about this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Quick on the spot improv. Um, my perfect sequel is Ouija 2014. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I wonder if we can get that cast and maybe we can review it next week. What are the odds? No, I'm not <laughs> letting you off, Holly. <laughs> oh, fuck. I thought we were just going to go with it, like, as nope. a gag. <laughs> um, okay. My perfect sequel would be, um, gosh, golly. Uh, Lena, um, uh, is, uh, Lena travels, escapes the doctor place, the hospital, and travels the country with her sister's corpse, uh, putting on Broadway musicals. (laughs) God damn it, Holly. I couldn't think of anything good. You guys I said some can, good ones. I could tell. And all I feel right. like all of my all of my perfect sequels eventually revert to uh, like all of the survivors Lena. are like gritty apocalypse fighters and they go out and they destroy things. Like I feel like that's what all of my perfect sequels end up being or dating the people that I find attractive in the movies. Mm. Yeah, uh, I asked in chat while uh, Paul screamed at us not to. Uh, so the 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 black demon monster that's a that's a no for you. That's a no, too creepy. And uh, I, Lena, I, is that a yay or a nay for? You? Just yes. You know, knock this out too. Okay. Yeah. No. I um the the black demon creature. Um, one thing I want to mention about that guy. Um, so he has these bright yellow orangish eyes, and when I think somebody's looking in the mouth of Doris, Doris, you, yeah, before she see, sews it shut. And you see the eyes deep in the pit. Um, that 
seems potentially a call out to um, Lovecraftian um, level stuff. The because that's exactly what you see. You know, uh, uh, the dark lights, the dead lights. Um, oh, like uh, Pennywise. Yeah, it, it's the dead lights. It's the beyond the thing. And they mentioned that these were never human. These were something else from somewhere else. Um, well, that's what they say. Yeah, well, there was something in the cold that was never human. Um, oh. And that, yeah, and so, like, it seems like there was some kind of, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but very much um, Lovecraftian in that, from outside the universe, some some other creature. Normally, I would totally agree with you, but I wonder if this isn't just a backdoor way of you promoting your new uh, podcast coming to the Necropodicon. It actually wasn't, but you have just brought it up. So, hey, listener, do you like Cthulhu? Guess what? Yeah! 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 Oh, Cthulhu! Sorry, that got weird. Um, So, me and uh, Harley here are going to be doing a... Not Don. Don's got too much shit on. Me and Holly here are going to be with some other cool peeps um, doing a uh, Call of Cthulhu game. Um, and it's going to be sci-fi, super fucking horror, like dark, dark shit. Um, mm-hmm. and it's going to be called Sons of the Fathers. And we'll actually be starting recording that in a week. So uh, I know we've talked about it before, but um, yeah, so that's that. Thank you for bringing it up, Don. And I want to repeat, super fucking dark. Um so are you uh, repeating that for my benefit so i'll be prepared no i'm saying that for listeners because i don't want anybody yelling at me um you know with, uh, and i did and i did bring it up because i was curious if this episode would drop after uh your first episode but uh we were talking about that beforehand but yeah i'm super excited to see what you all bring with your with i can't wait for I can't wait for Holly to play a character, honestly. I, I was oh I'm I'm very excited. Um it's not gonna be what I am like currently at all. But um I uh, did not know it was gonna be super dark and I'm I'm well, really I mean, bad at dealing with those things. They affect me to a great extent, it, but it, I'm excited. It was, it was sci-fi horror, you knew that, right? Yes. Okay. Well I mean horror. But there's like me. dead space and then there's like traumatized for life. Oh uh, think think uh it's a good think uh Event Horizon? It mixed with Dead Space, a little bit of Resident Evil in there, you know? Oh, okay. Uh, All right, a little I'm bit down. Of, yeah, a little bit of Hills Have Eyes, right? Okay, okay, okay. You get what I'm saying? Um, yeah. It's, it's just that, like, I'm not going to – while I'm explaining this, I might as well, um, just so listeners know, you know, I'm not going to go into some – there are some subjects that may be broached and implied but not gone into – and so it's not like it's a no-holds-bar at all, um, but there will be things that are implied that I don't uh, – that will not actually be described um, as I do have limits. Um, and me and Don were talking about this earlier. Um, and find out more of what I'm limits so Paul, of all people, has in Sons <laughs> of the Father by the Necropodicon Podcast Network. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just follow uh, Necropodicon on Twitter if you're not already. You probably are if you're listening to the show. Um, and then uh, you can go to necropodicon.com. Um, uh, Holly, got any plugs? Uh, not yet. She'll also be playing that game. Don, got any plugs? Um, my Starfinder. By the time this comes out, my Starfinder campaign will have returned. I talked about it at length a bit last week. 
super excited. I've already recorded two prologue episodes introducing the characters in a story-driven manner. Uh, check us out at hexgridheroes.com for all the stuff I have going on there. Nice. My phone's on cool. 1%. All right, everybody mm-hmm. say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Hello, everyone. Adam here from the Gunpowder Treason No Plot Podcast, a show you've just listened to as part of the Necropoticon Network. Visit necropoticon.com for a host of other podcasts, including our own misadventures in a 5th edition homebrew world of mad gods, crazed cults, and violent revolutions. Check out our new episodes every Monday on the Necropoticon Network.